Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Thoughts on Thoughts. Today we are talking about traumaversaries, specifically the pandemic traumaversary. So what do we mean by traumaversary? The anniversary of something traumatic. Mm -hmm. So a year ago, something pretty traumatic happened that really just pulled the rug out from under all of us. And We are noticing an increase in our client symptoms slightly, increase in depression and anxiety symptoms, and you may start noticing this in yourself or in your kids, and so we wanted to talk about it today so that you kind of know what might be going on for a lot of us. Yeah, I feel like I have just noticed a dramatic increase in the clients that I'm meeting with right now and their symptoms, whatever they're struggling with, it just seems like everything is a lot more heightened at this time. And I think the pandemic, like this is obviously very unique since we haven't experienced this in our history. Just the level of unpredictability, like uncertainty and hope that keeps not delivering and Mm. just all of these things in our lives right now. Like when are our kids going to go back to school? When can we travel? When can we be with people? And I feel like in the beginning, in the beginning we were like, oh, two weeks of hardcore quarantine and we'll like Mm -hmm. knock this sucker out. And that didn't happen. And so I feel like there's a difference between like two weeks or five months or even like six months. But for some reason, I feel like the year mark, it's a year. I mean, I have literally had clients say to me, like, it's been so interesting. Multiple clients say the almost the exact same thing where they say, I feel like I just lost a year of my life. Like Mm -hmm. say the client is 24 and, and she's like, I just feel like I lost my whole 24th year. Like what mm-hmm. a great year that was supposed to be for me. Like all these things that were supposed to happen, all of these experiences I was supposed to have and all this growth that was supposed to happen. And I just feel like it was just taken. Like I can't go to school. I can't do, you know, I can't, I can't do any of these things that I'm supposed to be doing right now. And so I, I mm-hmm. think that for some reason, like coming up on this whole year mark is very, and it's, it's been fascinating because it's not so obvious. That, I mean, this is kind of something that we've been living with and it's just been kind of under the surface this whole time as we kind of move on, quote unquote, move on with our lives. But for some reason, I feel like it really is all rising to the surface at this year mark mm-hmm. for this traumaversary. Yeah, it really is. And it traumaversaries are very unconscious and held in our bodies. We're going to do a whole other episode on the book, The Body Keeps a Score, and really like specific, like acute traumas. But this is kind of like a broad trauma that we can all relate to. So we're going to talk to you about it, you know. So the idea is when a traumaversary comes, our body, our minds have been holding on to all of this stress for however long. And then the year long 
the year mark comes up again and it's kind of like this intense reminder of what happened. And so what's interesting about the pandemic versus like an acute trauma is that an acute trauma, it's like, oh, my car accident was one year ago, you know, and I've had effects since then, but like I've moved on. Whereas the pandemic, it's like we have learned to cope and live with it, but we still are not um, back to our new normal, which is what our goal is, right? And so it's been like a whole year of small T traumas. And for some people who have lost people to COVID, um, they've been big T traumas. And so it really is just like very much in our bodies. Like, Oh, I just probably, you probably feel very tired. You probably feel very depressed. My guess is it's just a very down feeling. And then that anxiety comes from the future. Like when is life going to be normal? Life will never be normal this is going to keep happening and whatever, which it might, because I just found out that one third of all mammals in the world are bats. <laughs> My husband just said, it's true. He walked in at the what? perfect moment. Yes. I learned this from John Oliver. You guys, that is Gosh, disgusting. <laughs> one third. So like two thirds of all mammals in the world are like a hundred million different species but one third of those are all bats. Oh my no. gosh. I can't even Dude, think about it. Yes. Rude. Did you yeah. watch the, the pandemic episode? The John yes. pandemic? Yeah. 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 I mean, I th- so, so this could be normal thing, but it is disgusting. And I'm it sorry that it's now in your mind too. So Whatever. yeah. Um, but really you want to take stock of like where you're at, where your kids are at, where your friends are at, where, your coworkers are at, who else do we interact with? The grocery store clerk, you may want to ask them to do a body scan and see how they're feeling a year after the pandemic, you know, if you feel comfortable doing that, which you probably don't. But it really is like taking stock and being like, okay, in these days leading up to it. So for me, the first day of quarantine was March 16th, 2020. That was like the Monday that everything shut down. And so that was in a couple of weeks from when we're recording this, that was one year ago, right? And you just want to take note of like how you're feeling because the weather will trigger it. The just like knowing that it's March now is going to be like March is the month that everything shut down. Your body is going to remember it and you want to notice what it's doing and then take care of that part of yourself. So if you're feeling very depressed, then you want to take care of yourself as if you have depression, right? And so that's extra rest, but it's also finding ways to get yourself up and moving. It's finding ways to connect with people that are going to make you feel happy watching fun shows that are centered on laughter, you know, things like that. You know, if you're feeling very anxious and you want to do things that help you tame your anxiety, like maybe being my mindful for a few days, doing some extra journaling, doing a lot of exercise to get that pent up anxiety energy out, things like that. So you really want to take stock. Maybe every morning around the year mark, you're going to do like a quick little meditation of just like noticing how you're feeling in your body and then ask yourself, honestly, what do I need today? And then providing that for yourself and being very kind, realizing that it is this very difficult thing that we've been through. And it's okay that this happened because it happened to all of us. We've all 
had a weird year. So it's nice to have that solidarity and realize that we're all struggling together. So reaching out for help and to talk about this, you'll find other people are feeling and thinking the same things, you know. And I think with traumaversaries, you hit them and then you are kind of hit all over again with like feelings of grief and loss. And so just recognizing those things as they come up and probably start now with coping ahead because then like as those waves of grief come, they won't get to a point where they're so overwhelming that they're crippling and they kind of freeze you and you aren't able to continue in the day-to-day as you would like. And so doing things now that are going to help you kind of navigate those things that come up because, yeah, like Jessica said, for all of us, it was a little T-trauma, but for many people, it was also big T-trauma in that there were like really life-altering things that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I it, another point that I think is important to make is that you, you might deal with your grief differently than other people. Um, this always reminds me of um, my mom and I, we deal with our grief in very, very different ways. I lost my brother and she lost her son. And so over the years, um, there'd be this traumaversary, the anniversary of his death. And I always viewed that day as like the day that I was given full permission to grieve and feel everything and do nothing and feel terrible and just like let it all in. It was like a free pass, right? And it was always interesting to me because on that day, I talked to my mom, be like, what are you doing? She'd be like, oh, you know, I'm going to work. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I'd be like, why Why aren't you doing this? And one day she explained it to mm-hmm. me. She said, I grieve differently than you. She says, I grieve a little bit every day you know, and she, at least in the beginning, that's how it was. And then it was just like, she grieves throughout the year. She gives herself permission throughout the year to grieve. Whereas I, for some reason, didn't. And, and that was fine. We both did it different ways. And we were both like managing and coping with our grief in separate, like on separate journeys. But I think that's an important thing to view too, is this is a unique type of grief and how we deal with it is a very individual kind of subconscious choice. And so this traumaversary could look different for you than it does for somebody else. But as long as you are dealing with the grief, as long as you are allowing yourself to feel it, and as long as you are coping and it's not affecting you and like your life and functioning and relationships and work, then it's okay to let yourself grieve the way that you want to. Yeah. And I think really just giving words to what your body is going to be trying to tell you is like, you are going to be feeling grief because we're coming up on this. Not every human is going to, I'm definitely not saying that, but a lot of us are going to be feeling this and just feel off and not really know. So really be willing to dig in and kind of like take assessment of the last year and take time to mourn however you need to those things that you did lose or did change or, you know, there's, yeah, some things are super big T traumas and some are just like little, like I'm still sad that Disneyland isn't open, you know? And so, but in the grand scheme of things, it's just one year. But if I lost my business, my whole life has shifted now, right? My day to day. And so I'm going to be feeling 
a lot and really giving words to that, allowing yourself to acknowledge it and accept it instead of just being like, oh, I feel weird this week. I kind of am more snippy with people and then moving on. Like noticing that and being like, oh, me being snippy is a manifestation of the fact that we have been mostly at home for one year. That's very difficult. And it's okay that that's difficult, you know? So something that Taylor said, and that I think a lot of us are feeling is that it feels like we lost the last year of our lives. And I really, really want to have you shift that thought. If you were in my office and you were sitting across from me, I would really challenge you on that because there is not, unless you have died, in which case you are not listening to this episode, right? And if someone you love died, then that is intense grief. And that's not what we're talking about, right? That's like a separate thing because even though you lost someone, you still were living because the truth is, is that we did not lose a year in any way. We lived through every day of the last year. It just was so different than what we expected. And I think that this is a beautiful time, a gift from the universe, if you will, to realize that life is often unexpected and it is not how we plan, but that does not mean that that life was not worth living. And so I want you to shift that and realize that like, just because you were at home and had to find different ways to connect with people, that does not make your life any less valuable than had you been traveling in Italy like you wanted to. There's no difference in the value of life and what we're doing, you know? And if you're like, well, I'm, I was struggling with this, this, and this. Well, then that was an opportunity for you to work on this, this, and this, which is really nice. And maybe you made no headway on that. Well, guess what? You probably wouldn't have made any headway in a normal year either, right? You just would have found this lovely escape for two weeks when you went to Tahiti, where people usually go. And so realizing that this year was not like a literal stop in your life where you didn't get to live it. You still got to live it. It just wasn't how we expected or what we wanted it to be. But it's one year. We have many more years. So the question is, what do you want to do and how do you want to view your life, right? If we're going to look at our life as only being worthy when we're feeling joyful and happy, then we're going to be disappointed so much and our life is going to feel very empty. But I want you to reframe that and notice your life as being really worthy of life and energy and happiness, even through these weird, hard, unexpected things, right? And so when you lose someone, when you lose a job, when you move away from friends and family, like these are all hard things that happen in the course of everyday life. And life continues to happen on a normal year. And we don't look back and be like, Oh, I lost that year of my life. You know, it'd be like, Oh, that, that was the year that I was grieving because I lost my mother. But it doesn't mean like, well, that like year was like a wash. Nothing happened. Right. It was like, no, that was the year I was grieving. And I want you to look back on this year as like, Oh, this was the year that I learned to be okay with myself. Or this was the year that I learned to put other people's safety above my own. And I stayed home a lot, you know, like what a great sacrifice for me to make. And really just like reframe it into a way that makes that year valuable part of your life. Because it was. You still lived every day. You ate food. You slept. 
you maybe exercised, you maybe never exercised. You probably watched a few too many shows, but guess what? I was watching a few too many shows pre-pandemic too. So really, was it that different? I don't know. For me, the only difference was not traveling. And I really would have liked to have like, you know, gone to the swimming pool with no stress, but like, alas, it wasn't in the cards, right? And so just realizing that we can accept whatever life is and whatever life gives us because life will continue to give us things that we cannot control, that we don't want, that we don't like living through. And so the more we can realize that that's part of our real life too, I think the happier we can be. I think those are really awesome thought. And I'm going to push back with probably what your clients would say in the office if they were like, okay, but I feel like you're silver lining some of this and I'm having a hard time seeing it as just another year of my life that was somewhat different. Like this feels so heavy and dark to me. What would you say to them as far as, you know, steps for coping? I mean, I think that that's valid. And I think that that's what the first half of the episode is about, right? Is that your grief is valid. Your body is holding on to this stuff because what we've all been through is traumatic for sure. But it's realizing that life doesn't stop when traumatic events happen. We have to find a way to find joy and to continue living through them. And we have to feel our grief and give honor and validity to that, right? And so it's saying this pandemic was very hard and I made it through. What's next? You know, what's coming for me? What do I want to do with my life? It's a reframe of thoughts. It's not like anything novel. It's just encouraging you to realize that when life is out of our control, we still get to choose how we respond to those circumstances. And if maybe you literally laid down and were depressed all year because of the circumstances of the pandemic, that's okay. You can remember it as the year that you were really depressed. And then hopefully year two of the pandemic, which is not going away anytime soon, right? Is you learned how to cope better and you weren't depressed for year two. You know, it's just like, we just have to keep going in life. And I say this as someone who experienced big T traumas during the pandemic, you just have to keep going. You don't get to choose what life throws at you. And so you have to take it in, grieve it, feel it, and then say, what's next and what am I going to do and move forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what you just – it's the grieve it and feel it. I feel like it It really is – it's just a balance. It's like when KJ was talking about that where, where she was like, no, I just feel – it feels so dark and it feels so heavy. Like my first response to that is, great, let's go there, you know? <laughs> like let's dive into that dark and heavy right now because you will know like – when it feels dark and heavy, you got to go there. And then when you can't do dark and heavy anymore, you have to adopt what Jessica is talking about. That's when you start reframing. That's when you shift perspective and that's when you keep going. And then you'll go for a while and you'll need to do dark and heavy again and that's okay. And then you just switch it around and keep going. It's like Jessica told me one time that sometimes life is just one big cosmic joke and it is. I'm not going to lie. That has stuck yeah. with me. I say that to myself when all these things happen. I'm like, this is yeah. a cosmic joke. And sometimes it I need is. to be in that cosmic joke mindset, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, poor me. And then it's the, 
when you're ready and yeah. you'll feel it when you want to be somewhere else than where you are that's when you like go mm -hmm. into this way of thinking yeah and i think that that's exactly right where it really is just like we all collectively experienced a massive cosmic joke it seriously is but it also i cannot say because i am not an expert but i do believe that this could happen again several more times in our lifetime right we just are all so interconnected now like a disease can travel from china to the u.s in one day it just is yeah. what it is now right and so we have to learn how to deal with unexpected life and so this is a gift a cosmic freaking gift you're welcome <laughs> enjoy but you know that's what life is it's just learning to cope with all of the cosmic jokes that the universe throws at us yeah and that's why we're here to hopefully help you through all of them. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, but to, also if you want to be like my client who's sitting there and is like, stop silver lining the shiz out of this, please feel that and go with that For feeling sure. and notice what that is telling you because you are absolutely allowed to be like, I disagree, Jessica, and I did lose a year of my life and I am still pissed about it. Go with that. Like, yeah. feel that fully. Do it. Perfectly said, you both. The inner pessimist in me feels more calm. Thank you. And motivated to work on some things. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. And good luck with your traumaversary that we are all collectively experiencing this month. And onward, probably. Our, what happened in April last year? What happened in May? Like major things happened like every month for mm. so long. So uh, good luck with coping ahead, coping through, and coping on the other side of all of it. So hopefully yeah. we will see each other in a movie theater someday. And that's all, folks. See you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Bryich from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.